Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode 38 of Outspoken. We've got something huge today. We've got something cool as hell today, actually. Do you guys remember like a handful of episodes back? I reviewed that one trans film from like two years ago, right? Uh, it was a really good uh, video that I reacted to. You know, let me find the episode just in case you want to go watch it. Hold on a second. Let me let me do a little bit of searching here. Uh, while I search, how was your day? I'll, I'll check in with you. Was your day good? Was it? Oh, it wasn't that good. Oh man, that sucks. Sucks for you. No, I'm just kidding. I hope your day was good though, actually, for real. Uh, something I was doing before I started filming this podcast, to, like right now, was I, I read a lot of my comments. I always say that. I read a lot of my comments. Um, I haven't in a while though, like just for like the past month. Because I was like offline, whatever. So uh, <laughs> I was just reading. Sometimes I get hate comments, right? And most of the time I don't respond to them. But I got this hate comment. And one of my favorite things to do, one of my favorite ways to respond to hate, and you should never respond to hate. Like I said, I don't do it often. But when I'm feeling extra funny, I, I do like to respond. Um, so if someone, for example, if someone comments on my thing and says like, you act like a seven-year-old and you are not funny at all, I would respond and I would say, you are a seven-year-old, um, which just really shows, you know, a lot of immaturity and it really makes them really mad in my experience. So if you ever have someone who's being rude to you online and you want to respond, just respond with what they said to you, right? Because then they get mad and then they're like, what, you don't have a better comeback? It's like you're in middle school all over again or, or fifth grade all over again, actually. So yeah, <sighs> wow, I ran out of breath. Um, so it was episode 26 when I reacted to this trans film. It was a super, it was a cute little short film. Anyways, if you want to check that out, you can. They made a part two. So like I said, this short film was called Still Me, non-binary short film. It's Masked Part Two. And it's by Momentum Studios Australia, if you guys want to check them out on YouTube. The link will be in my description too, if you actually want to like watch through this video. Uh, if you're just listening right now, or if you don't want to hear any commentary on it, that is the name of the video. But I haven't watched this thing full through yet. And I know that I'm probably going to cry. And you might cry too. I'm just going to assume because I'm a sucker for shit like this. So so why don't we get started? And then at the end, I have some LGBT stories, as always. LGBT stories? LGBTQ stories. I felt like something was missing there. Yeah. So I got to I'll grab my tissues here. Because if you, I will make you cry. I'll make you cry. If this video doesn't, I'll do it myself. Just go look in the mirror, okay? Just kidding, just joking. Okay, so, I'm Bailey. I, I mean, I, I know I've had a different name for as, as long as you've all known me, but please just call me. Uh, uh, some of you might have noticed I'm, I'm dressed a little different, and that's because um, I'm... So, by the way, if you're not watching this video, I thought this was important. Uh, Bailey is standing in front of, like, the men's room and the women's restroom and, like, not going in. Um, <laughs> I remember I remember that feeling. That, <laughs> that is the... <laughs> Oh man, I hate that. I hate that feeling. 
Okay, and Bailey just got a text and it's from mom and it says, "Hun, you forgot your dress, what are you wearing? I now use they, them pronouns. Uh, I'm still me. I'm just more comfortable as Bailey. Okay? Okay. Yeah, so I just want to explain this to you. So, but yeah, Bailey was standing in front of the restrooms and basically just like practicing coming out, essentially. So, at school, I'm assuming, because we heard the school bell. Hmm, could have done better, Emily. Sorry, miss, it's, um, it's Bailey now. Oh, uh-huh. I'll take that beanie off while you're inside, please. So they're all in class and the papers are being passed out. And Bailey put on a beanie. And he called, I used to do that. <laughs> I used to I used to wear my hood in class, but they would always make me take it off because you can't, you know, you can't wear hoods in school. Why is that a thing? Why couldn't we wear hats in school? It was like a distraction or something. I forget why we couldn't actually. Whatever. I know someone will, one of you will let me know because it's distracting. So, I, so you're telling me I have to go into school every single day with good hair. I, ha I can't have a bad hair day. That was the worst. That was the worst. And Bailey just waved to their friend, and their friend didn't wave back. And that's always a great feeling, too. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. You know, such a great feeling. People suck. School sucks. Bailey literally looks just dead inside. This just reminds me of me being in school. Being, I know it's about like being non-binary and stuff like that, but uh, just those those feelings of ah oh, man, I can't. Even, I'm only three minutes into the video. I'm not like I can't do it again. How about a practical experiment? Let's get all the boys over one side and all the girls over on the other. Okay. That's the way. Hell yeah, I would. I'd run out of that classroom too. I would run out of all the classrooms though, for every every situation ever. Hey, is everything okay over there? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm just sick. 
with a snivelly nose or something. Or something. Hey, it's all right. I got you, okay? All right? Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna breathe with me, okay? In. And out. And in. Out again. Okay, now name three things that you can see. What? Three things. Literally me when I have an anxiety attack. <laughs> name, name five things. What is it? Name five things you can see. Four things you can touch. Three. three. I'm fucking it up. It's something like that. The carpet's itchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my dress is all bunched up at the back. No wonder you know the carpet's itchy. <laughs> I actually think I, I sat in gum, and that's why. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, doing good. Give me one more. Um, there's, there's, there's gravel in my, in my shoe. Cool shoes, though. <laughs> hey. You good? Um, that's actually a really good idea if you're having a lot of anxiety, though, by the way. Like, for real. Like, I, I know that, <laughs> I know that I said <laughs> that's what I do when I have anxiety, but it is. It's really good. Uh, especially when you're, like, sitting there, like, breaking down like that. So, Bailey is breaking down right now. And I don't know if this is still the same character from the old film. I'm just going to pretend that it's not for now, because we might find out later. Anyways, uh, Bailey was crying in, like, an empty room, and somebody came in to talk to them. My name's Zach. I'm Emily. Are you though? No. It's cool. Okay, so that's Zach from Masked, the original, um, tr the trans short film. It literally, I, I feel like you have all seen it. It it's, has two million views. Um, so yeah, I guess Zach is just coming here to help because obviously he would understand you know, being trans and all. So let's see what happens next. Zach, I'm not a girl and I'm not a boy, but, but I'm still me. Why does my gender matter? Yeah, why does it matter though? For real, I'm serious. It doesn't, why does it matter? I just I don't know why it matters so much to people. Yeah, look, some people suck. They shouldn't, but they do. Eventually, they won't. But until that time, they're just the jerks who miss out on you. But there are people out there who will love you for you. You just have to find them. <laughs> That's funny, because that would be my response. Pretty funny. I think me and Zach are the same person. If I'm being honest. Actually, I am Zach. So, had to break it to you, though. Do you know what? There's this group, like a, like a support group kind of thing for, you know, people with similar stuff going on, LGBTQ stuff. There's a session tonight. Come with me. Thanks. Maybe. No, I th my biggest weakness, honestly, my biggest weakness is watching stuff that ha is surrounded by, like, trans. Like, the 
like the initial struggle of being trans like if there's something that represents um the beginning stages of like transition or just like coming out or like that vulnerable state i don't know maybe it's something about that it just really it really gets to me because those are those are like super sensitive days for me but i feel like they are for everybody so i'm, I'm probably not the only one So Bailey's mom just asked what time they would be home, and they texted back and said I'll be home later. So I'm assuming that they're going to go to the little group thing, the little LGBT group. Uh, hi. Hey guys, um, this is my friend. Uh, they are gonna be joining us tonight. Yeah, so they just walked into this little area with every, everyone's like playing a game, like playing cards. There's trans flags and stuff, pretty cool people. Zach introduced Bailey to everybody. So this would be a really cool space to have. I, I, I guess I didn't really have that. I think I tried to go to support groups, but they were different. Also, I was very shy and anxious. And then I went like twice and then I left. But it also wasn't like that. That looks fun. That looks like I could stay there until 2 a.m. Everyone's playing like Uno and shit. I would I would play Uno until 2 a.m. Why didn't my support group do that? Everyone taught <laughs> in my support group, we all sat in a circle and cried. <laughs> and uh, and the, and then I forget everything else that happened. It was a blur, actually. Hey everyone. My name's Bailey. I'm non-binary and I use they, them pronouns. All good? Come chat. So that's how it ends. So Bailey ends up at the little support group with all these cool people and for basically from what i picked up from this is obviously like things are only going to look up from from that point right because you found your group of people you found people who are going to support you and you can discuss all your feelings with them and relate to them so that was that was that was really sweet so the main message from this film in my perspective just from you know watching that those 15 minutes is basically obviously it's a struggle in the beginning um it's always the worst struggle in the beginning and i really love when people put out films like this or videos like this or talk about this type of stuff because it really they really capture the way that it feels little things like that don't matter to people who aren't trans obviously like the bathroom thing or like when they separate you for boys and girls and people just think that you're being like a big dramatic baby or whatever but when you're trans it actually really does feel shitty and like when you haven't come out yet because you know you want to be well i mean if you're non-binary you like and they separate you for boys and girls that's different from like me i knew that i wanted to be with on the boys team but I couldn't really do that. Like I couldn't in school, I couldn't do that. And it's like the worst, it's such a weird feeling. There's, there's like no words to describe that feeling. And I feel like if you're non-binary and you don't, because some non-binary people can lean more to one side or the other, but essentially you're still not putting a label on yourself. So what side would you go on, right? So I feel like that would be even more pressuring and even more like of a shitty feeling. 
Um, just because I remember that feeling in school too. Because I always I I belonged on the boys' side. Sorry, but I did. Or also, since we're on the subject of it, I was just remembering. Do you guys ever remember? Or I mean, I guess if you're still in school, like when the teachers would be like. Okay, I need two strong boys to volunteer to like carry the chairs into the classroom or some shit like that. And I was always so offended by that. I was like, what do you mean you need two boys? You, I'm right here. Like I'm, I know that I'm like this tall. I'm like fucking, I don't know how tall I was when I was a kid. <laughs> like four foot five or something. You tell me you need two strong boys. I, you, Sam is right here. I could carry four chairs on each arm. Okay, I was a little demon. Yes, I definitely could have carried I could have carried more chairs than any of the boys. Sorry, I'm just going to put it there right now. Um, and I'm mad that I didn't get to do it now. Now that I'm thinking about it, now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm going to go cry about it because why couldn't I carry the chairs? Anyways, yeah, I thought the film was very great. If you guys want to check it out, you should definitely go click the link in my description on YouTube. Um, again, it is called Still Me. And it's a non-binary short film by momentum studios australia on youtube so if you want if you want to watch it in full with all the visuals and everything like that because the visuals are super important it's um it, it's a cute little story and if you haven't seen the original mask that, that one made me cry like a big baby because it was about a trans man if i have to say anything about that situation is it does get better it always gets better and it'll get worse before it gets better and then sometimes it, it's like life is like a roller coaster anyways you know, just like with being trans and stuff. The initial, the worst part about coming out as anything, in my opinion, is when you know, but you can't say anything or when you know, and then you finally say something, but nobody is listening. It's like the biggest struggle in the world, but you get through it. Like you're, it's like you're walking through quicksand, right? But you're going fast so you don't sink into the quicksand. Is that a good analogy? Does that make sense? That's like how it feels when I was realizing I was trans. Like I was trying to run as fast as I could without sinking in the quicksand. I don't know if that even makes any sense. But anyways, eventually you're finally on solid ground and then things feel good. And then you find people who are super cool and who love you. And then you realize the people who aren't actually there for you, who don't actually care for you. And you, you say goodbye to them, even if it hurts you, whatever. Like if someone can't accept you for who you are, then fuck them. And I say it all the time. And I really hope these types of things inspire you guys. You know, even, doesn't even matter um, whether you're an ally, whether you're lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer. I just hope you know that you, you will be loved. As Maroon 5 said, I thought that I would never be loved by anybody. Um, by my own family, by my own friends. I never thought that I would find someone who would love me because I thought it was so weird and so... <clears throat> Sorry, there goes my voice because I'm getting a little sensitive. But I thought people would think I was so weird and so gross that I couldn't be loved by even like my own family. And forget about finding a girl who liked me or even looked at me in any way other than like just a, just a person. Um... But I was a thousand percent wrong. <laughs> like I couldn't have been more wrong because I also have almost a million subscribers on YouTube and I've been, I've dated girls and I'm engaged and my family loves me and I have friends and it's like, um, granted I got rid of all the bad ones though. You have to get rid of the bad ones to get to the good ones. So yeah, dude, <clears throat> it's tough. It's tough, but you'll get there just like anything in life. You will get there. 
and you will eventually feel a lot better. It takes a long time. Everyone's timeline is different. Stop comparing your timeline to everybody else's, by the way. And that goes for anybody, even if you're not LGBTQ. I'm just saying, stop comparing everything to everybody else. It's not healthy. It's not good. Everybody else's life is different. You don't get the opportunities that others have had. Why even compare yourself? Why even compare your experiences or the way you look or whatever or what you do for a career or anything? Like you, those are the cards you were given. So you got to work with them, okay? Don't stop comparing yourself to people. Stop it. Okay, so I have some LGBT stories here as always. So let's get right into them. All right. Hello, my name is Max, and I wanted to share a short, wholesome story from my work experience during the summer. I sometimes cover the rest of a bill for people who are super kind to me or who treat me and my coworkers like human beings. <laughs> Fuck, I love how that's like, this, sorry, this is a side note. This is just me talking. I love how that's like a bar. Like, I never understood the people who are so rude to customer service people. Sorry, I'm going to continue, though. For reference, I am non-binary and use they-them pronouns. I almost constantly have my pronoun button on me, and I always have it on at work. So while I was working my shift at my retail location, there was a person with their mom, I think, and they were walking around and looked pretty uncomfortable. At some point, I unintentionally overheard some of the conversation between the two of them, and they mentioned that they wished they could have been more open. For reference, the mom was super supportive, and I could tell that the mom already knew about their gender identity. Anyways, they walked to the register to purchase their items. The mom and her child, who was probably around 14, 16, wanted to pay separately for their items. No big deal. The mom got her items rung up and paid for them. Her child still looked super uncomfortable and nervous. That's when I noticed the non-binary pins this person had on. So I started talking to them and showing them my lanyard, rainbow on one side, and team pride on the other, and my buttons that said they, them. I then asked them for their pronouns, and they told me, I believe it was she slash they or is it they slash them. I can't remember, but they slash them was in there for sure. Anyways, they began to smile. They put their items up on the counter and I rung them up. When it came time to pay, they ended up being about $2 short. Now, normally I wouldn't cover this much for a customer. However, they began to look nervous again and asked me to take off some lipstick they were getting. I looked at them, told them to give me a moment, went to grab my card. I paid for the extra $2 on my card. I simply looked at them and said, non-binary people have to support each other. Both their mom and them smiled and were super grateful. I also let them know that I work a lot and that they can give me a visit anytime. As they grabbed their bags and walked towards the door, the child looked at me and simply said, thank you so much, I appreciate it. The mom looked back and smiled. I wished them a good night and they left and walked to their car. After they left, I did start to tear up a little bit because I was so glad I could make someone so comfortable with who they are while I was at work. I thought this one was really like a super cute submission because even though it was like a small situation, um, it's still the small things like that that matter like if i was 14 and i was like buying my shit at target or whatever and then like someone who was like me was just like there i don't know i think it would make me feel pretty good make me feel really good actually but stuff wasn't like that when i was a teenager so um it would be so different today dude it would be i don't know i think i'd be less scared to come out which is a great thing obviously Right, because like there's so much trans representation that you're not going to be as scared to come out. Um, I never saw people with pronoun pins. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know what preferred pronouns were when I was younger, when I was coming out. So it's like a really big step, and it's a really great step too. And it, it, it's it's just, I'm so happy that the younger generation has this because I didn't get to have that, and I would have loved to have that. So for this next story, it says, so I'm. AMAB, which means a male at birth. 
and non-binary trans femme, so she slash they. But when I was a teen, I used to think I was just gay. This is the story of why I thought that. In elementary school, around fifth grade, I was in a robotics club and I loved it. We spent one, we one day a week thinking about robot ideas and building stuff. I learned a little bit about programming and I met this boy. We'll call him Jack. He and I were great friends. I remember him asking if I had any crushes. I still didn't understand fully what having a crush meant, so whenever someone asked me, I would just say one of my friends that was a girl. We'll call her Amy. <laughs> this reminds me of me. Why does- that shit is so weird. I remember being young. This is just me talking for my- I hated getting asked that question so much in school. In middle school, everyone would ask me, so like I had this one designated person that I would just say, and I didn't even- I don't- I was not interested in boys at all. I just- I just- you know, you gotta lie to him. You gotta do it to him, man. Because if I said my real crush, I had a crush on like 10 different girls. I couldn't have said anything. Any girl that talks to me, I had a crush on. But whatever, anyways. Jack and I would hang out every time we had robotics. We'd sit in the storage room and talk, making jokes and just being kids. I can tell you he was definitely my first crush. But again, my dumb kid brain didn't realize. I, I even remember one time there was a little Halloween party at the robotics club, and I was super sad he wasn't there. So anyways, robotics has a big competition element. Our team designed a logo, and we had to build a robot to compete for us. That's really cool, actually. I convinced Amy to come with me, so she and our team were watching this little robot we made. After the competition was done, our team ended up getting 22nd out of 30 plays. <laughs> we did terribly, but that didn't matter because Amy was still proud of me and gave me a big hug before she left. I didn't really think anything of it. We were good friends and hugged many times before. However, Jack saw Amy hug me, and a few minutes later came up to me and said, Dude, you got your crush to hug you. That's awesome. And then he hugged me. I do not think I could properly describe the gay feelings I had at that moment. I was stunned at how much I enjoyed his hug more. I was actually speechless at that moment, and Jack was so very confused. So he was right. I did get my crush to hug me, which made me realize I was queer. At that moment, I found a part of myself that I didn't know was hidden. Yeah, that was super cute. That's <laughs> it's just really funny. Just like when you think about those old moments that you have as a kid, um, when you're discovering your sexuality or your gender and stuff, and just and you know when you're younger, so it's so weird. I mean, all I can remember is my girlfriends hugging me too, kind of the same situation, and I was just like, it was just it was a good feeling, dude. <laughs> but you can't say anything like. It's, I don't know, it was a different time, so whatever, but uh, isn't it interesting how we know this stuff for like the longest time too, and like you ignore it or whatever, or you don't really think anything of it, um, and then some shit like that happens, and then you're like, oh, oh okay, no, this is real, no, nah, this is real now, yeah, so anyways, that wraps up today's episode, uh, really appreciate all of you guys listening. And um, yeah, I guess I will see you next week with a new episode. If you want to submit any of your stories for Outspoken to get read on here, I read a couple of them every time. You can submit your story to outspokensam at gmail.com and maybe I'll read it. All right, so I'll see all of you next week with a new episode. Bye.